Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C. Back at you again with another week. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I am actually recording very early. I just figured, you know, Sunday again, I would not have enough time to record an episode. And what is going on? Why is my... Okay, sorry, I was just looking at the playback and it looked like my computer was freezing and looking like it wasn't going to record like five seconds. Oh boy, what was I even talking about? Yeah, I'm recording way, way early. Figured I wasn't going to have enough time for recording on Sunday because it seems like I'm just going to have a lot of things to do with it being Father's Day. Um, by the way, happy Father's Day to all the good fellas out there doing the right thing, taking care of your kids, um, just being all around good dads as I try to be, um, try my hardest. I really, really do. Uh, it is very, very hard though. And I got to give it up to the ladies too, but you know, it's not about you ladies. You guys have your day. You know, you guys have, everything is, you know, dedicated to you these days. Let us guys just have one day. One fucking day. Um, (laughs) And you know what? Most of the time, that single day that glorifies us dudes, like, we don't want much. We want peace. We want quiet. We want... To maybe watch a couple shows in a movie, maybe uh, maybe a sport, maybe I don't know. The NBA NBA Finals are over. Congratulations to the Golden State Warriors again, by the way. I mean, I'm not big on NBA, but anyway, I'm digressing. I don't know. We just guys, we're we're simple minded retards. We're we we don't want much. We want maybe lunch or maybe a sandwich, maybe dinner. Maybe a blowjob. I don't know. Like, I don't want, I don't ever ask for much. I don't want gifts. I just want a day of peace and quiet and comedy. I want to just laugh all day, whether it be from my son or from my girlfriend or from people around me. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, but again, happy. Father's Day to the good fellas out there that are doing the right thing and being there for their kids. Um, speaking of good fellas, speaking of good fellas, guys, I finally got around to watching good fellas. Not all of it. Not all of it. I'm sorry, guys. It was a good movie, though. I was enjoying it. I think I was just, I don't know. I was, it was on a day that I took off from work. And because I, for those of you that don't remember, last week I was starting to swell up in the face. So I took a couple days off. Yeah, I was looking like freaking sloth from the Goonies. That's what I ended up calling it. Not freaking, I didn't give a shout out to Tia Leone like I thought I was gonna. I ended up looking like sloth or like that guy from Mask. Um, yeah, so I took a couple days off. And yeah, I'm finally I'm finally looking normal again. I'm, my, the swelling's going down, and I'm feeling better. No pain, 
and nope, nobody to make fun of me at work or even outside of work. Sitting there saying, hey, look at that thing. Oh, that's a person? No. Um, that never happened. Um, no, but I took a day, I took a, uh, two days off, and I was just, I was so bored. I was so fucking bored. I was like, I'm just going to watch TV, watch movies. I even went grocery shopping one of the days, and fuck you, Joe Biden. Like, 50 bucks worth of groceries gets you, like, maybe 10 things if you're lucky now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have to give my weekly fuck you to Joe Biden, asshole. Um, But, no, I just, I lied around all day watching, you know, South Park like I always do, or... Some random show that I'm so accustomed to, like Rick and Morty, Metalocalypse, even Robot Chicken. I fired that one up again. I haven't seen that in years. But I was like, man, I want to watch a fucking movie. Like, why can't I not, like, just sit down and watch a movie? And then, so I just started scrolling through HBO Max, and I stumbled across Goodfellas. And I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to do it. It's a, it's a 30 year old movie and about a 30 year old movie i think it's just i think the unappealing thing about that movie well the unappealing thing about the the little poster that they post on hbo max is seeing robert robert de niro's face i think that guy's overrated and he's kind of a just he just seems like a douchebag but that's just me i don't know robert de niro i was gonna say robert downey but i don't know robert de niro <laughs> And he was he was all right in that movie. I mean, obviously he was no he wasn't the, he wasn't supposed to be the highlight of that movie. Ray Liotta was supposed to be the highlight of that movie, and Ray Liotta was great. I, I mean, you, you just you know, I mean, he was a great actor. You know, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. It was a it was a good movie from what I saw. I probably had maybe like forty five minutes left, but it was a good movie. But I think. What kept that movie, like, me kind of, like, my eyes locked into that movie was Joe Pesci. Shout out to Joe Pesci because he is a legend. He's not just some guy that chases kids and tries to molest them and, you know, the kid wins. Uh, no, he's not that guy. He He's an actual fucking gangster. <laughs> and he, he's, he's such a badass in Goodfellas. Like, anytime he was on the screen, I was, like, smiling. Because he was just like, why am I funny? Huh? What makes me funny? Is it my voice that makes it me funny? Like, what about me is funny? And it just it reminded me of like Family Guy and things that, a lot of references to that scene that I've seen over the years. Um, but it was, and he's just such a badass. And then like he kills a waiter for just telling him to fuck off. And that, just, that that part cracked me up because I was like, Jesus, like, Joe Pesci is a legit badass. And apparently this movie is based on a true story. So that blew my mind. Um, But no, I mean, it was good from what I saw and I still have to finish it. I hope I come get around to finishing it. I probably will. Um, But it was good from what I saw. And I mean, I could see why people... Um, say it's one of the greatest one of the greater martin scorsese films i'm not too well versed in his movies i just know that they're always the mafia movies and i'm not big on mafia movies it's it's really hard for me to be engaged in the mafia movies um because like 
like the Godfather. I think that's way fucking overrated. I've never watched more than ten minutes of that movie without wanting to like kill myself. Um, yeah, I just can't do it. So, but this one had me engaged from the first scene. It was like, okay, like there's a thud in the trunk, and they're just sitting there driving. Like they must have somebody in the trunk. And of course, they open up the trunk and. Joe Pesci just starts wailing on the, on the guy with a knife. I'm like, good lord. Okay, now I'm hooked. Like, that's that's the way to engage an audience. That's the way to suck them in. It's just pure brutality at the from the get go. When you want, and then you want to just see like how it all unfolds from there. But no, it was a it was good from what I saw. So shout out to Goodfellas. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta, Robert Downey Jr. You can fuck off, uh, Joe Pesci. I mean, you're the man. Don't be chasing, you know, little McCulloch Culkins anymore. I, speaking of that, actually, I did watch Home Alone 2 the other day, too. Like, not, I don't think it was on my sick day. I don't remember, but I did watch it very recently. I think it was maybe with my son. I was trying to get him to watch it. And he was watching most of it, which was awesome. Because, I mean, those were the greatest films to, you know, when you were a kid. Seeing McCulloch Culkin just fucking take out two burglars slash child molesters. At in New York, that was that was a good one, um, but no, like that that yeah, that was a fantastic movie, and it, I mean I was happy, I was happy when I actually watched that Home Alone two, they didn't cut they didn't cut out Donald Trump that Donald Trump scene that I remember when Donald Trump was president they people were trying to get him cut from Home Alone two I was like really people does he trigger you that much? How pathetic is your life that uh, just the sight of a person on a movie, like, triggers you? That's pathetic. Um, but no, it's just, and it's just like a two-second scene. It's like, hey, where's the lobby? Oh, it's just down the hall. Oh, okay, thanks. Like, Macaulay Culkin doesn't realize who he's talking to. The future president of the United States? Come on. Uh, anyway. But no, I mean... I don't know why I started talking about Home Alone 2 after Goodfellas. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the show. That's the, I mean, if this is your first first time listening to the Still Waiting podcast, you're coming here listening to a guy ramble about nothing for maybe an hour, if I'm lucky. What I'm actually going to do today, I'm going to try to, I mean, it was funny. I was thinking to myself when I was all day at work, I was thinking like, okay, I got to record tonight. What am I going to talk about? And then it's just a list goes off in my head. Like, okay, talk Goodfellas, talk about the infection, talk about blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, talk about bits, talk about that. Um, do this, do that. It sucks. But I'm actually doing something a little bit different today. I mean, for the last, I don't know, over a year or so, I've been doing this in segments. Maybe it was over a year. I don't remember. But I'm going to try to do this all in one take. Angel's Corner included. I'm going to try to do this all in one take because I'm using the different recording equipment. I'm using an amazing microphone and, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm changing things up. Okay. I'm changing things up. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking know, but, um, yeah. So, what else was I going to talk about? 
Oh, yeah, bits. I was going to talk about bits because I was thinking, like, I, I've been thinking about bits all fucking week. Like, what else can I bring to the stage? I know I'm going to bring some sex stories to the stage eventually. I hope next time around. Like, I got to just get confident in, in my joke telling and my cadences and all that stuff. But I was also thinking, like, should I still talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? Like, what is this? Dynata Research? No, fuck you. I don't even know who you are. Um, sorry about that. Rude interruption. I shouldn't always turn on the do not disturb when I'm going to record. Thing is, I don't even know if my girlfriend's going to text me. She should be texting me in a little bit. Um... God damn it, what was it? Oh, yeah, I was talking bits. Yeah, I was thinking, like, should I still talk like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp? Like, I have a good bit now. Like, obviously, this didn't really happen, but I'm, like, thinking, like, how can I bring, like, the shitting the bed situation to the stage? Like, I think that's a, that's, that easily could be a bit. And I was thinking to myself, like, okay, like, sit. Talk about a situation like with an ex-girlfriend. Like, oh yeah, I had a similar situation with an ex-girlfriend. Bring up the shit in the bed thing. Um, But she gave me the false impression when she told me that she was a squirter. I don't know. You tell me. What? Tell me what you guys think of that. Like, I I gotta obviously find the right wording, the the right buildup, and that's what I got. And. My coworker, who the the famous British lesbian that I love so much, she is the by far the funniest person I I know at work. She is fucking hilarious. She was giving the material. I'm like, why don't you do stand up? Like she she thought of something brilliant about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. Uh, like yeah, we were watching the trial at my like at my bar, and they decided to make a drink dedicated to the trial called like. Uh, what was it like the brownie dip and it's really just Jack and Coke with a Snickers bar, uh, <laughs> garnish. <laughs> it's like that shit cracked me up. I thought that was brilliant, but she was like, yeah, you can take it and you can run with it. And I was like, oh man, like, okay, well I will see what I can do with that Missy. Like she's, she's hilarious. I love that woman so much. Um, but no, I'm, I'm like thinking of other bits, like what other bits could I take to the stage? Like, of course, sex stories. I have a really like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be that comedian that does his bits on the show. Like, I, I was just giving you guys kind of like a free sample there with the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff. Like what kind of comedy you're going to go see if you ever go see me perform, um, because I'm a very crude comedian or wannabe comedian, I should say. I'm not, I don't, I mean, that's, there I go shitting on myself. Like I always do. I always shit on myself. It's just, I love the title of being called a comedian. I just don't feel like I'm worthy of it yet. That's all it is guys. Like I want to be known as a comedian. Once I hit a stage, like an actual stage, not a fucking rug. And you know, I don't know. I mean, no, no offense to where I go perform. Okay, they, it's nice to perform, have a spotlight on me, and talk into a microphone for five to ten minutes. But I want to be on an actual stage, stage, and then you know I want 
to hear a crowd of more than 10 people just fucking hooting and hollering like you saw in my YouTube video the second time doing stand-up ever. <laughs> Whatever it's called. There you go. There there I go again with my shameless plug. Um, no, but I, I'm, I'm, my mind has been like fucking racing. Like the, the fucking, what do you call it? The gears are constantly moving in my head with material new material because i don't want to keep repeating my same routine i want to kind of throw people off and sit there and say like okay you're not going to get the two girls one cup ernie tonight you're going to get i don't know the sex stories ernie the johnny depp amber heard stories the alec baldwin stories i don't know just the randomness what i'm what i'm known for on this show is the randomness (laughs) um but yeah what else did I really, really even want to talk about? That infection, though. That that infection really fucked me up. Like, like honestly, like my face was swelling up so bad. Like my my right eye was almost shut. Like it almost looked like I got fucked up by like Mike Tyson or something. It was uh, it was brutal, but. You know, I stuck it out. I'm a man, not a pussy, guys, okay? Like, I'm a man. Just decided to call the doctor, you know, for once. I never go call the doctor. But for once, I was like, I don't want to deal with this pain anymore. I'd rather freaking deal with my allergies than have to deal with this fucking painful infection that came from a zit inside my nose. Like, that's the most amazing thing. Like, a freaking zit can fuck up your day not your day, your week. Like it can, like, it's just like, they tell me how this shit works too. They told me that some years ago. Like, yeah, sometimes if you pop these zits, sometimes the pus goes more inward than it does outward, thus creating the infection. And all of a sudden it just spreads all over and you have to get antibiotics and fucking cry in your pillow and, Wish death, wish death upon yourself, and it is, it's brutal. But, yeah, on Monday morning, I finally just sucked it up and said, I need to go to the doctor, and they just said, yeah, it might be an abscess, might be cellulitis, here's some topical cream, and here's an antibiotic. I'm like, all right, great. And by Wednesday morning, I was like, ah, oh, I feel like normal. I don't, I might not look normal. But I feel normal at least, so that's a plus. Oh boy. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Did I want to talk movies? Did I want to talk? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I should talk more about the infection. My girlfriend, she's hilarious. She's such a sweetheart. I love her to death. She, uh, like, Anytime she saw me, like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, it's like, it almost seemed like it was getting worse because she would just be like, open the door to, like, give me a kiss, and then she'd be like, your poor, beautiful face. Uh, you know, and I I gotta say, ladies, I know what it feels like to be called beautiful now. Like, and it, like I get why you seek out that kind of validation. It's nice. It's very, 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 very nice uh, to get that that sort of compliment i've never been called beautiful beautiful before made me feel good made me feel wanted 
and appreciated and validated and all that garbage that you guys seek out. <laughs> um, nah, but what else? Here we go. Fucking, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, it's, other than that, it's been a really, really good week. It felt good to co- go back to work on Wednesday. And even though I only worked three days this week, it, it feels good that it's Friday and I'm, I can have two days off again. Um, no, it's just, it's been a great week with my son. He's been amazing. He's been like, just, it's like, I don't know. It's just like for like the last month or so, it's, I feel like I've just, I have a new kid and he's just so funny. And so he actually listens to me now and obeys like my commands. He, he might put up a tiny fight, but you know, I nip it at the bud. I almost want to say nip it at the butt. But nip it at the bud and just stop it and calm him down. Just relax, man. There's there's other ways to, you know, vent your anger with me or your, or your displeasure, displeasure with me. You know, you don't have to fucking throw the TV or the keyboard at me. Um, no, it's, it's not like that, guys. It's just he, he used to, he could be very, very intense in when he when he shows his emotions and it, it's tough. It is very, very tough. I think that's part of the reason why I have gray hairs. Um, but no, he's been an absolute angel and he just constantly makes me laugh with his personality, with his just, he's just, he's got such a character to him. And I just, it, I cannot wait to see what happens in the next 10, 15, 20 years of his life because I feel like he's going to be something special in in the in the future but you know that's just your typical parent shit you want to say that about your kids you want to see that they are a good good human being and just you want to see that they have something special about like you or not you know you know that there's something special about them you're you're a little bias i'm bias um whoops sorry about that um, but yeah, uh, he's off at the coast with his mom right now. Uh, should I talk about that? I felt a little bummed out this morning because she told me that she was going to take him to the coast tonight just for the night because she knew I was going to, she knows I was going to get him in the morning tomorrow. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. After I dropped him off with his aunt and his grandma this morning, I felt a little bummed out about that. I was like, man, and I hate, I, I hate this about myself, but I I feel like this is normal as a human being to compare yourself to others. And you shouldn't compare yourself to others, let alone someone you used to love. Um, but it was just, it was hard. I was like, man, like she always gets to do all the fun shit with him. And I feel like such a boring dad, but it's, I mean, and it's nothing against her. If she has the money to do it and at least my son's having a good time and being happy. That's all I want is my son to be happy. But you know, it's just that kind of selfishness where it's like, man, but I want to be part of that happiness. I want to give him everything. I want to do this. Well, I just had to like, I had to suck it up and just sit there and say like, Dude, at least you're there. At least you're a good dad. At least he has somebody, a male figure in his life 
because some kids don't. And it's that's the sad thing about this world, you know. I, I couldn't imagine my life without that kid, though. And as I've just had to kind of pat myself on the back for at least sticking it out for these fucking nearly six years now. Like, the thing is, that, that wasn't even a choice. Like, I, I was going to be there for my son since day one. I'll never forget the day he was born. I mean, I remember just grabbing him, grabbing my pinky. And just, like, me getting so choked up at that. Like, just five minutes after he's born, he's, like, lying right in front of me, grabbing my pinky. And it's just like, ugh. The the hold that has on your... The, the hold that it, it takes... Like, I don't know. The hold on your heart it has. It's just... It's, it's gripping and it's... It's unlike anything else. It's like it's it's. Uh, I can't even fucking talk. I'm I'm fucking getting choked up again. Jesus Christ, Ernie, you're you're supposed to be funny. Now you're just depressing people, or you're making girls go aw. Um. <laughs> no, but it's just I love being a father, and it it's just whenever I I see that he gets to do those fun experiences with his mom, I get a little. Like, man, I wish I could do that for him. Like, I want to be able to do that for him. But, again, at least I'm just there. He has somebody in his life. He has a male figure in his life to tell him that life's going to be a roller coaster, man. Life is going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. There's going to be the greatest moments. There, There's going to be the absolute shitty moments. And only I can prepare him, I guess. I don't know. Maybe his mom can do it too. But I feel like mothers are more for the the empathy and the, the comfort. Towards the dads are like the, okay, now what else? Now, where do you, now what are you going to do now that you're in this situation? What's next? Um, you know, you got to toughen up your kids, you know, but you know, there are those beta dads that now that are out there that are, you know, being mom 2.0 and I know it's not okay. It's fucking, it's, it's humiliating as a man. I was going to say that's okay, but it's not okay. I don't know how women sleep with those men to be honest, <laughs> but who am I to judge on that note? You know what? Yes, I am still going to do this in one take. I'm not going to take a break, guys. For once, I am not taking a break. I'm going to do this in one take, and we are going to just transition and go straight into Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos, Banuelos, my main man, helps me with the show. I actually saw Angel today at work for a very brief second. I don't see him ever. Like, I see him maybe once or twice a year now but he's always nice enough to help me out with the show and give me questions give me articles give me advice or asking me to give advice asking me if i'm gonna go see a movie or i don't know he'll just send me the most random things would you rather is my sexual partner number like i don't know he'll just send me random shit and because that's what the show is about is randomness 
So let, let's just get right into it. Now I'm going to try to drag this out because I kind of gave him a, also, I also gave him a very short notice that I was going to record early and he's like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, I'll try to send you some questions because he was at work. So, um, but again, thank you, angel. You are the man. Oh boy. Did you ever, you blasted my phone. Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So you did some work. You must've had a good lunch break or something i don't know but let me just save these real quick and then we will jump into it how you guys doing i'm still saving these questions jesus um all right let's get right to it oh jesus okay did you know after a hundred years from now facebook will have 500 million accounts of dead people how can you get that accurate of a number? I feel like there'll be more. A hundred years from now, only half a billion people. That's possible. But I think that uh, five, half a billion could be in the next five years. Crazy to think about, right? Well, with Joe Biden as president, that's po very, very possible. With inflation, groceries being like, $50 for like a thing of lettuce. It's insane. Um, I'm just kidding guys. I'm just making jokes. I'm just very bitter towards that cunt. Um, but wow, that is a, that is a crazy possible fact. All right. Uh, you have to get rid of one of these shows forever. And the choices are family guy, Futurama, King of the Hill or The Simpsons? Ooh, that's a toss-up between King of the Hill and The Simpsons. Or not, no, King of the Hill and Family Guy. The Simpsons are the greatest of all time. You cannot fucking get rid of The Simpsons because they're pretty much the, the pioneers of cartoon, family, stupid dad-ish cartoon. Like, I don't know, but you just can't get rid of a pioneer like The Simpsons. Now, I like King of the Hill, but is it memorable? Not really. But Family Guy, like, ever since South Park's episode on Family Guy, like, I was, my eyes were so open at that point. I was like, damn, that is so their formula. Like, they're like a Simpsons ripoff. But their jokes are so interchangeable and they don't stick to the topic. They're just so random and, you know, like this show. Um, I, I'm going to get rid of Family Guy. I, I, I do appreciate the early seasons. They're, they're really good. They're pretty funny. They do, they do steal from The Simpsons quite a bit. But I'm going to have to get rid of Family Guy. Yeah, it's just, like I said, South Park... South Park definitely opened my eyes on it, and it just it made sense. So sorry, Family Guy. Sorry, Seth MacFarlane. It is what it is. I know you don't care. Okay. So according to Nintendo, Wario is not Mario's evil twin. They were just, or they were childhood friends until Wario became jealous of Mario's good looks and advanced plumbing skills. Uh, I mean, would you get really be jealous of fucking? Uh, fucking putting. I don't know. I don't know. 
What's a good plumber joke? Would you be jealous of somebody's plunging skills or fucking snake skills in the pipes? I don't know. That's that's not good. <laughs> I know. I'm, that's poor jokes. Sorry. Um, I don't believe that he's jealous of uh, Mario's plunging skills, plumber skills. I think he's might be jealous of his looks, but I got to give it to Wario. Better mustache. Way better mustache, better than my mustache, better than Mario's mustache, better than Luigi's mustache. Um, but I think, well, then what's the point of Luigi having that Waluigi or whatever the fuck? I feel like they're evil twins. They should be evil twins. Uh, I don't know. Next question. What should every person experience at least once in their lifetime? Sex. Sex is a very fun thing. You know, it's not dirty. I, don't, I, I hate the idea that sex is dirty. Um, but, of course, some people die young and cannot experience sex, and I, that, that's unfortunate. Um, but if somebody had to, outside of sex, if there's something... S- Everybody, every person should experience at least once in their lifetime. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say a metal concert. See if it, honestly, like that is actually a, a legit suggestion. It might not be your cup of, cup of tea. It might not be uh, the music you like, but I'm telling you, everybody should experience a concert. Put on some fucking earplugs. I don't care. Um, but I think you a lot of eyes would be opened if you actually experienced a, a metal concert or, or a show, a, t- a small show. And I think you would understand why people gravit- people like me gravitate towards that kind of music. It's as much as as some t- as some bands can be negative. Like there's something uplif- uplifting about heavy metal. It's just like just gives people motivation to like take control of their lives i don't know that's just me i mean but yeah i think people every person should experience at least one metal concert in their life all right next question epic fighting championships hosted another freak show intergender mma fight featuring a dwarf and a female porn star Dwarf fights female porn star and bizarre freak show MMA event in Russia. Well, let's see here. Well, damn, it's her backside. She looks like she could be cute, though. I wonder who won. I feel like I'd, I'd have to give it to the dwarf. But, you know, it's just... It doesn't matter what size you are, honestly, as a man. Testosterone, when it comes to physical activity testosterone wins so i gotta give it to the dwarf i'm I'm guessing he won but it doesn't say Uh, i feel bad for the the lady she looks like she's a nice lady i can't tell from the picture but i don't know yeah i could i could be surprised angel asks what's next (laughs) um i'm gonna guess uh Hmm. A donkey show with How about a transgender donkey show? 
that's that's probably already been done. I don't know. It would not surprise me. Maybe, but 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 maybe it's a transgender donkey show. But it's not what you think. It's not a it's not a donkey pounding some in, uh, transgender ass. It is um, what they think a donkey wants. Like they want a donkey, a donkey. They think a donkey wants to identify as a female donkey. And they want to do the transition operation. That'll be, I mean, that, that'll that probably happen. Just saying. In this fucking crazy ass world. All right. Joker director Todd Phillips revealed the working title for the Joker sequel. Alongside an image of lead actor Joaquin Phoenix reading the script. And let's see here. I can't really read this. Joker Folle Adu. Is that like just French? Folle Folie Adu? I don't know. Um, and Angel says, I wonder if Willem Dafoe might, uh, might be another Joker or a Joker that got inspired by Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. The f- first one was freaking good, and I wonder what this one has in store. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I really do enjoy, I really enjoyed the first Joker. I thought it was f- a phenomenal piece of cinema. It was so good, but it, it's, I, I don't understand people that watch it multiple times. I've watched it maybe three times in the last two years. I think once was enough. Um, it's one of those movies that is so good, but you just can't watch it again. I don't know if people have that same experience, but like it's like Parasite for me. I think that movie's phenomenal, but I cannot get that same effect watching it a second or third time. I mean, I think the last time I watched Joker was like maybe a couple a month or two ago, and it was nice because I mean I took some years off. I was like, oh, you know what? Why not watch it again? And it was good, but it's just like. It just didn't have that effect, like like when you see it the first time, because the first time was just so good. You're like, wow, this movie's fucked up because it kind of teaches you like how society can really drive a person insane and do crazy shit, like Joaquin Phoenix does in The Joker. It was a really really good movie. All right, a judge said that a man divorced his wife for cooking him instant noodles every day for every meal. Uh, <laughs> Angel asks, would you do the same? Uh, yeah, if that's the only culinary uh, works this woman can do. Like, and I'm not saying every woman should know how to cook. No, like, but at least, I mean, especially, I don't know. At least fucking, like, make a, I don't know, make an attempt at things. My ex-wife... When we first got together, she wasn't known for her cooking skills. She like when she said that she was cooking for like me, like her family were like, "Whoa, shit!" Like, I don't know. Would you eat? Like, should should you be eating that stuff or any? Like, they would be talking massive shit, <laughs> and like it made me laugh. But I was like, it's not bad. It's just you know your typical processed food shit. We were you know dirt poor, and like. 
as the years went on, I'm like, I, there were some things that I honestly totally miss about being married to her. Cause some of the food that she made towards for the last like seven, eight years, maybe became like fucking delicious. Like they was like, Oh man, like she made this killer fucking gumbo and I really miss eating it. Like I, I wish I could still, I wish I just knew how to cook it because I would just, I'd be eating it at least once a week. It is so fucking good. And then like this chicken dish with pineapple salsa, like it was phenomenal. It was so good. Um, you know, she just got it. She, she figured it out and oh shit. Okay. Whew. I thought I lost the questions. Uh, all right. But yeah, I mean, I would not put up with fucking instant noodles every day for a fucking for what her and I were married almost nine years. Yeah. I wouldn't put up with that for more than nine days. That's ridiculous. You can get an annulment at that point. Um, <clears throat> tripophobia. Okay. I was like, why am I? How, could, how do you read that? Tripophobia. Extreme irrational aver- aversion to or fear of clusters of small holes or bumps. Uh, the repeated four circle design will aggravate anyone with tripophobia and then yeah it gives me chills to and to me it's not just it's just not right and it's pictures of like fucking people oh god fucking that's disgusting the hands and feet that have massive holes in it like what is up with that is like something up with their pores or something i'm just moving on that's disgusting angel disgusting um uh Geico faces $5.2 million legal judgment favoring woman who got an STI in a car. I've been hearing this all fucking week, and that just cracks me up. Let's see here. Let's read the article. A Missouri, Missouri appeals court has affirmed a decision ordering Geico to pay $5.2 million to a woman who claimed she contracted HPV while having sex inside of a man's car that was insured by the company. The court upheld the ruling on June 7th. The Missouri woman shared a petition that she planned to file against the man with Geico in February of 2021, claiming his insurance policy provided coverage for her injuries and losses. According to the appeals court decisions, Geico, uh, or according to the appeals court's decision, um, Geico denied the claim and the former romantic partner took the case to arbitration. The arbitrator found the man uh, had neglect, neglect, uh, negligently infected her with H- HPV and awarded her $5.2 a million in damages. Geico unsuccessfully argued that the company was not on the hook for the money, claiming the man's policy should only have covered injuries that related to the ownership, maintenance, or the use of the car. Um, this is hilarious. This It's so freaking funny because it reminds me of the McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit where the person spilled hot coffee on themselves and they didn't know that coffee was hot. So they got fucking millions of dollars from McDonald's. Um, that's retarded and I'll leave it to Missouri to make such a stupid judgment. 
That should not fall on Geico. For once, I am backing the insurance companies here, guys. Like, the... It's not the insurance company's fault. Like, she should be suing. Okay. If Geico had to pay this woman 5.2 mil, I would honestly sue the the man now. I, I feel like Geico should sue the man now. I'd be like, okay, we're going to give that money, but we're getting it right back. So we're going to go after the guy who ne- neglectfully gave this woman HPV and... We're going to get the 5.2 out of him. So that way it could just be like, like come full circle. And then the guy can go after the woman, you know, for 5.2. I don't know. (laughs) All right, let's move on. After meme culture drew Morbius out of the shadows and back, uh, Back into a thousand theaters this weekend, the film only managed to earn eighty five thousand on Friday. I heard about this. Morbus Morbius only earned eighty five thousand on Friday after returning to theaters. And Angel said it's Morbin time. I, I've been hearing that it's Morbin time a lot to make fun of Morbius, and I, like I heard it on one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, my. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik, he's he's a uh, like in one of the t- greatest comedians. He says it shouldn't be it's Morbin time, it should be it's Morbius o'clock. And so I'm rolling with it's Morbius o'clock because I gotta follow my favorite comedian. Like what he says is gold. And Morbin time is funny. It's just like you know you know you're really just thinking of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but. It's Morbius O'Clock is is pure gold because it's Anthony Jeselnik that said it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Lady Gaga is reportedly in talks to star in, uh, to star opposite Joaquin Phoenix in a highly anticipated sequel to Joker. The film will likely be a musical with Gaga playing Harley Quinn, as revealed by the Hollywood Reporter. Oh God. Angel says, I'm iffy about this. Yeah, don't make Joker 2 a musical, for one. The thought of Joker 2 being a musical, that would be awful. That would not be good. And yeah, I'm iffy about Lady Gaga, too. She's she's not a bad actress. Like, she actually somewhat surprised me on um, American Horror Story. She wasn't bad, but I just don't see her as Harley Quinn. I mean, in this case, Margot Robbie can't even be Harley Quinn, which sucks because I think she's a she's a good Harley Quinn. She's super fucking hot. Oof. I I, I don't know why I never think of Margot Robbie when somebody says, who's your celebrity crush? She is up there. She is so fucking gorgeous. Um, But, yeah, she can't even play Harley Quinn now because... She's uh, in the Suicide Squad version of, like, Joker and all that shit. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll have to see what happens, right? I don't know. Lady Gaga should not be Harley Quinn. All right. Angel sends a life hack. Wrap eggs in aluminum foil and microwave for two minutes for a perfect boiled egg. Um... That's impressive. Honestly, when you first when I first saw that the other day when you sent me that, I was like, what do you like how do you make the egg shape? 
I thought it was like because I thought you cracked open the egg in aluminum foil. <laughs> That's how stupid I am, dude. Like I am so dumb. And I was like, oh, you don't crack open the egg. I am I am so fucking retarded. Um but that's that's a cool life hack. Pretty interesting. I might have to might have to check it out. No, nope, no. <laughs> no way. I just realized you can't put fucking aluminum in the microwave. Are you that's retarded. Yeah, you're going to be blowing up your entire house. Don't put aluminum in the microwave, Angel. How dare you send me such garbage? I'm just joking, man. But seriously, people, don't put aluminum in your microwave. Just all you have to do is actually just put the egg in the microwave, and I think you'll have a hard-boiled egg. But what the hell's so hard about boiling your egg in water? Mm, Angel, you almost got me. Yeah, don't put aluminum in your microwave, people. All right. Coke and Jack, oop. Coke and Jack Daniels, and they're doing all the work. Jack Daniels is making a Jack Jack and Cokes in a can. Angel asks, would you try this? Yeah, of course I would try this. That's brilliant. Because they would know the right amount to make a good Jack and Coke. That I mean, that could be that could be pretty good. That is uh, very interesting. I'm I'm definitely gonna be on the lookout. I'll, I'll definitely try it. I do like a good Jack and Coke. Just fucking put that on some ice, and if it's made right, it just has a good taste to it. There's something about it. I don't know. It's just it's it's delicious. Not my favorite drink, but it is good. All right, what would be what would be your last or what would your last words be? And it shows a guy with the gun to his face. Well, when you sent me that, Angel, I was reminded of a time I actually did have a gun to my face when I was in fourth grade. Like a legit nine millimeter pointed at my face. I'm looking down a barrel of a gun. (laughs) I remember, like, because I'm not going to say the guy's name, but I went to a friend's house. Yeah, that was, and he was known for being somewhat of a gangster, like a legit, like cholo. And um, I went over to his house, and I remember knocking on the door, and his older brother answers the door. He's and he gives me like the up and down, like who are you? And I'm like, is Soso here? And next thing I know. He pulls the gun out to my face, like, and I'm just like, I, I'm I'm just so stunned that there's a gun in my face, but I wasn't nervous. I wasn't even like scared, but like, maybe I was. I don't know because I, I my voice was a little shaky because I just repeated myself. I'm like, uh, is so so here? <laughs> and then he, his brother starts laughing, and I'm like, okay, fuck, whew, I could have been fucking dead. Um, that's what that reminded me of that picture that that's funny, but my last words would be God, please forgive me. I know I fucked up here and just, or like, 
I don't know, I would say something along, along those lines and like I love my son. And then like be like, okay, take me out. I'm done. Um Yeah, that, I always feel bad for people that have that had to go out that way. That that's a rough way to go out, but I feel like that'd be the instant way and I think I would like the instant way rather than suffering. All right, moving on. Wow, we are almost at an hour, and I have not even taken a break. Look at that, people. I can do it. I can do it. Um, Microsoft is officially ending support for its iconic web browser, Internet Explorer, today, June 15th. It was 26 years old. Um, Cool. <laughs> don't, don't they have a different web browser, though? It's like called Edge or something. I don't know. Internet Explorer just seems so 2000s. Whenever I think of Internet Explorer, I just think of like back in high school before other web browsers were invented, like Firefox, what was it like? Opera, uh, Google Chrome. Google Chrome is the shit, by the way. I love, I won't do any other web browser now. Web, Google Chrome is the shit. But yeah. But Internet Explorer was cool for the time being, you know, when Internet was still just kind of, it's still kind of fresh and not so fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy, though. So, I don't I don't want to congratulate Bill Gates. Fuck him. But that is cool. That, that is a cool achievement, I guess, that yeah, at least lived to be 26. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, and then he sends me one last thing before we get into some questions. And it says, how old will you be when your youngest child turns 18? Well, my only child, you should say. Um, my only child, when he's 18, I will be 48. Yes, because I was 30 and a half when he came into the picture. So I'll be 48 and a half. Um, <laughs> just joking. I'm not, I don't do that half shit. Um, but yeah, that's crazy like to think like man, when my son graduates high school, I'll be approaching 50. 50. Eesh. Scary. Uh, I can I can't wait for him to be 18 though. Like I'm going to take him to go do so much shit. Like I'm sure he'll be like, "Fuck you, dad. I'm going to go do that sh- all that shit with my friends." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm but I can actually teach you how to do this shit responsibly and be fucking fun okay um but we'll we'll cross that road when we get there right oh man really i didn't even read the questions because you sent me so many um oh god damn it (laughs) really you're gonna have me read that very first question um first question who do you sometimes compare yourself to really after i just talked about it like maybe half hour ago uh, I, I, I compare myself to my ex-wife, you know, because she's the mother of my child and she's a monetarily a good mother to my child. <laughs> no, she's a good, she's a, she's a good mom. Okay. Like I, I lived with her for a few years when, when we were parents together, when we were parenting this kid together and she was a good mom. She was a great mom, <clears throat> but she has more abilities to, than me. Like she has the money, the so she has the options to go do all this fun shit with my kids. So just, that's the shit that bums me up. But I'm not going to get into it again. But yeah, I do compare myself to her as a father. And then 
I can also compare myself to my dad as a father, like because my dad was a fantastic dad. My dad was a phenomenal dad. Um, he's still he's actually still teaching me things like on how to be a parent, and sad because I feel like I'm my kids at that age now where I should feel like I should have a grip on how to be a parent, but sometimes I still seek answers, you know. What's the most sensible thing you've ever heard someone say? Oh, um, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to come back to you on that one. I don't know. Like the most sensible thing I've ever heard somebody say. I can't, th- I can't think of that right now. Yeah. I'm going to save that for maybe next week. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I know I always say that. I'm going to save this for another time, and then I never get back to you. Um, What do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago? I wish I spent more time focusing on, like, stand-up comedy. Because there was a lot of things that I could have ripped on. And I, pr- I would probably be way further uh, than I am now, that's for sure. <laughs> like, I would hope so. But I feel like I should have focused on, like, that kind of career choice. So I was, like, because I was still heavy into my, playing my music, like, my guitar, my drums. And, you know, I just, as much as I wanted to be in a band, I knew it wasn't going to be possible, especially being a new father. But I really wish I would have, like, sat down more and just started focusing on, like, joke writing and possibly getting my ass to a stage. Do you not, do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? I feel like I ask the questions in my head. Because I'm like like I've said over the course of this podcast, I have a lot of alone time at at work, at you know, at here at home whenever I'm not with my girlfriend or my son. And if I have a question, it's always just in my head. And then I don't think to do research so then i get i guess it just leaves me to just settle for what i know and which sucks (laughs) like because it's like these questions that i ask in my head it's like i just they're in and out there's like oh you know why did we create the alphabet like they're just the most random questions why where did who like did God really make weed uh, an herb on this earth for people to smoke? It's just stupid shit like that will come into my stupid head. And then I'll just be like, I don't know. And then I'll just move on. Like, how did R get the sound? Like, or like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know. Why did Why do we call it the letter R? Something like that. It was just the most random shit will come into my head and then I'll just be like, Oh, well, I don't know. All right. What's a belief that you hold with which many people disagree. I believe Donald Trump was one of the greatest presidents, but people will disagree with me. And then I will sit there and say like, Hey, I mean, I think you guys heard it on the Terry episode recently. It's like, were there any wars? No. Did Russia invade anybody? No. Did we have the be- some of the best gas prices we've seen in the last 20 years? Yeah. Did uh, 
we see like an economy economy start booming? Yeah. Were things affordable? Yeah. Okay, then, you know, why is he such a bad pre- president? Well, he grabbed women. Oh, okay. You haven't grabbed a woman? Like, ever? Especially a willing woman? A woman that gave you consent? Or... You, like, what? Why? Okay. And? You you never talked badly in the locker room when you... And, and confided in someone a secret? Oh, you're squeaky clean? Yeah, I still believe Donald Trump was one of the greats, but most people don't agree with me, and this podcast will probably get me people that want to kill me, and I don't care. It's fine. (sighs) Whatever. Just moving on. What can you do today that you were not capable of a year ago? I f- podcasting more comfortably. I feel like I ha- like, I, I, you know, I, I always think to go back and listen to my first couple episodes and like, listen to the, like the shakiness of my voice or the, the lack of confidence behind my voice. Like you can hear it. I'm sure, but I'm not going to do it. Like, I don't want to throw up. But compared to today, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm fucking just rolling now. In comparison, like I I feel like this show can be way better, but it's fine, it's fine. I'm I'm doing just fine, way better than a year ago. Uh, do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? Uh, for the longest time, I whoops. this shit last week i did this shit last week oh my god okay it is still recording we're good (laughs) we're good good lord i cannot believe i did that shit again god damn it do you think uh crying is a sign of weakness or strength uh when i was before my divorce i always like thought crying was a sign of weakness i really did um but I've learned over the course of the last three years or so that actually it's it's a good thing to do. It really is. Like it's showing that you're human. You feel you feel pain. And feeling pain is what makes you human. And you know, you have to go through those painful moments to to kind of like discover a strength inside you. I don't know. I mean, that sounds, it's, it's probably sounds stupid that I'm trying to be profound and I'm not, but I feel like it gives you strength. It really does. It might be, it's like weakness leaving the body. I actually told that to my girlfriend's daughter because one time she was crying for like no reason. And it cracked me. It made me laugh uh, hearing her cry. Um, but I, then I told her, I was like, you know, when you cry, that's you know, that's weakness leaving the body. And she she was like, huh? I was like, you, you'll get what I'm saying. Like when you get a little bit older. Um, 
but then I told her, I was like, hey, I cry too. I, I, I still have my moments where I cry and it's, you know, it happens. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I do. I, I still have my moments. I, I get choked up at least. And sometimes I get a little teary eyed for, for like no reason at all. Like this morning. <laughs> But it's it's not it's not no longer a weakness to me. It's just like okay, like like it's I don't know. It's relieving, and it's it's helping me build. Honestly, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. It's helping me build. What would you do differently if you knew nobody would judge you? Um. Probably write better comedy, write a better podcast, and um, possibly even even probably do a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe okay. I feel like uh, no. Get on board with me on this. I feel like kids are assholes today because. Parents are not what they were back in the 60s. I wish, honestly, and I'm not saying you should beat your kids. No, that is not what I'm saying at all. But I feel like the discipline back then was fierce. And it showed kids who the authority figures were. And it showed kids that they are not the ones in control. So, I feel like... That should make a comeback. And if there's anything I could do differently without anybody judging me is I would bring back 60s-style parenting to my kid, to kids like, especially kids like my kid, because, like, most of the time he thinks he's in control. And it's just like sometimes as a parent, like, I'm pulling my hair out. I'm like, And, you know, that's all I can do because if I do any more, then, you know, child services would be at my door. But uh, what I'm saying is, like, I just need to, like, parents just need to discipline their kids so kids can know, like, not to be little shits. But whatever. It's, it is what it is. All right. Jesus Christ. Angel. Good Lord, man. Um, let's see here. What's the difference between living and existing? Um, oof. I feel like living is more. I guess if if when you put it that way, it's like living is more of a a luxury, and existing is more of a necessity. If that makes any sense. Or maybe not a maybe a necessity is a bad word, but existing just seems like you're just there, like you, you and and you don't have to be known. Like I feel like I am just existing, but if I were living, I would be living my best life. Like I would be, I would have enough money to take care of my kid and take him to go do fun shit and spoil him, and then go on fun trips with him and my girlfriend and then I'd be living that's my that's my idea of or that, that's what I think the difference is but you know I don't know I'm a, just a dum-dum 
Is it possible to lie without saying a word? Oh, yeah, I lie. I think I can lie with my looks pretty easily. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, if you had a friend who spoke to you in the same way that you sometimes speak to yourself, how long would you allow this person to be your friend? Uh, as long as they're around, they'd be my friend for life, honestly. Just as long as they are a friend. Like, guys... Okay, the reason I call myself fat, honestly, is because some of my best friends called me fat as a kid. So I, like, grew up to just believe it. Like, I'm fucking fat, and it's okay. Um, and it's fine. I mean, they're not my friends now, but it's just like, would we be still be friends? Probably. I don't know. Uh thing is i don't take a lot of shit like that to heart i might i talk down to myself but it's just like i think that's a human thing to do though is talk down to yourself that's just me are you holding on to something that you need to let go of uh no i don't think so i honestly think i let go of a lot of shit you know because I might talk about my ex-wife or my ex-girlfriends on here quite a bit, but I don't mean it like I am holding on to them or I'm holding on to memories of them. I think I've let it all go. It's just fun to like reminisce and talk shit about kind of thing. Like, um, But I think I've let go a lot in the last two years, especially more recently, probably before my girlfriend, my current girlfriend came into the picture. I just had to let go of absolutely everything. And I think I found a lot of happiness that way. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I'm holding on to anything anymore, which is nice. A nice feeling. Uh, if the average human lifespan was 40 years, how would you live your life differently? I would start getting my ass in shape. And that that being said, I need to start getting my ass in shape. I, I'm, I feel, I'm feeling fatter by the moment honestly and like i don't even know if it's diet or exercise anymore it's just like i don't know what to do but i need to i need to get my ass in shape i only i only have four more years in that case if that were the case scary to think if you could choose one book as a mandatory read for all high school students which book would you choose oh boy you know out of high school, I got really heavily into Chuck Palahniuk. Heavily. The the, the author of uh, Fight Club. You know, that great movie by Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. Great, great movie. Fant- the book is even better. The book is so much better than the movie. The movie is fantastic. I just... The, the book is way more graphic. But um, I loved his books. The way he wrote was very, very different unlike anything I had ever read. And I really enjoyed the book choke choke was phenomenal. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's serious. It's, it's got everything. It's got sex, drugs. Um, (laughs) it's, it's horrible, but it's, I think it's a good book. I think it teaches you a lot on how to not be a piece of shit. (laughs) And, it's 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 a good read. I recommend that to anybody and everybody. Uh, what other book have I read that is 
uh oh or or Corey taylor the singer from slipknots uh, you're making me hate you that'll teach kids how to not be little fucking assholes and be good human beings like it's it's a good read it's funny it's very very funny and but it, it is te- it teaches you a lot about the the problems of today's generations it's really really good um if life is so short why do we uh do so many things we don't like and like so many things we don't do wait what if life is so short why do we do so many things we don't like and like so many things we don't do um i don't know <laughs> that's that's conf- that's a confusing question to- why do we do so many things we don't like like exercise um no, I, I actually do like exercising i love the feeling after a good exercise a good fucking workout um why do we do things we don't like and like so many things we don't do that's a good question um yeah i don't i, I have you dude now now i'm getting so fucking stumped here Jesus, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Has your greatest fear ever come come true? No, it has not come true. Uh, well, no, you know what? Actually, yes, it has. But it's it's I've overcome it. You know, that being said, I don't think I've ever revealed my greatest fear. You know, you would think my greatest fear would be death. And after the shit I faced in the last five, four or five years, it's just like, I think I think at, at one point in your 30s, you're just at the point where it's like, I don't fucking care. It could be today. It could be in 40 years. I don't fucking care. I'm just, I'm ready. <laughs> and it's not like you're suicidal. You're just like, let's just wrap this shit up, okay? Um... But no, it's my greatest fear is not death. My greatest fear for the longest time was being alone. Especially after being married and really enjoying being married and being a father and all that stuff. It's just like I got scared of the possibility of losing it all. Losing everything and being alone. And you know what? It happened. It happened. I faced it. And I overcame it. And it was tough. It was very, very tough. It was something I, I never wanted to happen. But it happened. And I'm okay now. I'm I'm stronger. I'm happier. I'm, and I'm you know, if, if shit went south, south with, you know, my girlfriend, I would learn. I, I would learn from the past kind of thing. It's just like, okay, well, oh, well. I don't want her to go. I don't want it to end with my girlfriend she's phenomenal it's just like if it, if it happens I, don't, I know i won't be like how i was when i lost everything because that that was a lesson that was a lesson learned and i'm glad i overcame it um jesus uh can there be happiness without sadness no no Oh, can there be happiness without sadness, pleasure without pain, peace without war? 
there can be there can't be happiness without sadness. Like no. Pleasure without pain possibility. Peace without war. No, that's not a that's not a possibility. Do you own your things or do do your things own you? I'm I'm like 50/50. Honestly. Yeah. With the, with the amount of debt that I have, more my, uh, more things own me than I own them. Uh, what personal prisons have you built out of fears? Personal prisons have I built out of fears? Well, that alone thing was a prison for sure. But, you know, I broke out of that. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a tough one too, man. Jesus Christ. This episode's going to be forever now. I thought it was going to be only an hour, especially without a break. Uh, I'm going to move on <laughs> because I really want to get through, through these questions. Uh, what three words would you use to describe the last three months of your life? Happy. Um, happy. Family. No, happy, oh, fuck, what's, no, three words, happy, great, and uneventful, really, uneventful, but happy and great, like, it's fine, Uh, sometimes uneventful is good, so yeah, uneventful, happy, and great. What are three moral rules you will never break? Um, moral rules. I think being being a good good at heart person. I mean, just even though your 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 mental cycle's all fucked up and you say stupid shit and fucked up things, doesn't take away from being a good person. So. Be, just being a good person, sticking to that. Um, being a good dad, definitely. And um, trying your hardest at everything. I mean, even though that's not really a, like a moral thing, I think it's a moral thing to me. Because like, if there's anything I learned over the course of my life is having good work ethic, and that was from my dad. So that really stuck with me. And yeah, so just trying and working my hardest uh to get to get towards my goals. So yeah. Okay, I think two more questions. Let's see, you know, three. Why do religions that advocate unity divide the human race? Because we're we're all hypocrites, dude. I that's right. I was going to talk about there's another bit I was going to talk about that. Kind of like that. Hi- hypocrisy. I don't remember. I got to remember that bit. But yeah, it, it's it's hypocrisy, man. The religions that advocate unity, the most... I'm, the, there are legit religions out there that will advocate for unity and actually mean it. But... um. The ones that advocate for unity and end up dividing the human race, like it's more political driven than it is religion driven. 
like there's it's religion, but the politics are behind it all, and it's it's evil. It sucks, but it is what it is. Is there ever a time when giving up makes sense? Yeah, there, uh, yeah, yeah. Just make it easy. Yes, there's there. There are times where you just have to fucking throw your hands up and sit there and say, like, I'm going to tap out. I'm not giving up, though. I'm not giving up on life. I'm just I'm tapping out and I'm giving up on this point in my life like I did two years ago. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I keep on I hate bringing up my divorce all the time, but it does ha- like that's how it was like that. That's how it ended. Because I knew about the divorce papers. She knew she didn't know that I knew about the divorce papers. And then when she revealed to me that she got divorce papers, I was like, yeah, I know. And I'll sign whatever you want. I'm just sick of the fighting. And I don't, I, if you, it's like, what's the point in fighting something that I know I have no c- control over? That was me giving up. And because it just told me she didn't want to be with me. And I just had to just throw my hands up and sit there and say, like, what's the point in fighting this anymore? She doesn't want to be with me. Just fucking sign whatever. And let's move on. So yeah, there are times where giving up does make sense. Last fucking question. Finally. Good Lord angel. Uh, if you could take a single photograph of your life, what would it look like? It would just be me and my son. Um, I don't know what we'd be doing, but it would just be us two smiling and enjoying each other's company and enjoying a day of father-son time. Um, But yeah, that's it. Thank God. (laughs) Fucking Angel. Oh, God. And that's it for Angel's Quarter. Angel Banuelos, I love you, dude. I was not expecting so many questions. I was expecting, like, because after I told you... You, you sent about maybe 30, 40% of what you just sent me. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to record early tonight. You're like, okay. And I'll try to get you some questions. And then you end up fucking firing off. Um, I appreciate it, though, man. You you are the man. You are This show is basically yours. Uh, but I love answering your questions. Huge shout out to Angel. And happy Father's Day, Angel. You, I'm sure, are a great dad. I've actually seen some of your Snapchats. I don't look at Snapchat that often, like at anybody's stories. But sometimes I see Angels, and he's a great dad. He's got a cute son. Do you, do you have a daughter, too? I feel like such an asshole asking. But <laughs> um, I know he's a good dad, though. He is a great, great dad. I know he likes to pretend like he's Batman. Um <laughs> for his son so cute um but that's it for the show again happy father's day to all the good fellas out there fighting the good fight for your kids and making your kids into decent human beings huge shout out to you guys i'm gonna get out of here oh before i go fuck that's what i wanted to talk about too did anyone know that this is actually happening but squid game Squid Game, fucking amazing show. They're doing a reality show on Netflix now where they're going to do the Squid Game in re- like real Squid Games. Like I thought about signing up. I really did. Like my girlfriend was like, "No, you'll be gone for like ever." And I'm like, "Uh, oh, but 
4.56 mil. 4.56 mil sounds pretty nice. But I'm probably not going to sign up. I just, I thought about it though. I really did. I wanted to. I really wanted to. But yeah, just fucking, it'd be so much fun to play like red light, green light, even though I'd probably fail right then and there. Except my, because like the jiggle in my gut from stopping. Oh boy. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's a way, what a way to end this show. Just fucking act like I'm going to leave. Oh wait, no, Squid Games. Um, But yeah. that'd be so fucking nice get rid of the fucking debt that i have and have fun doing a reality tv show up for netflix that'd be so much fun all right well on that note i'm going to get out of here i'm going to see what my girlfriend is up to and i'm gonna yeah drink this kool-aid that has been sitting here for the last hour and a half because i've been sitting here flapping my gums All right, well, happy Father's Day, you guys. Have a good day. Have a good week, and I will talk to you next week. God bless you. Take care.